Welcome to Uncommon Real Estate, where it's all about finding creative solutions for real estate agents and investors. In exclusive mastermind conversations with some of the brightest minds in real estate, you'll learn how to earn an extra six figures a year. Don't follow the herd. Be uncommon. Here are your hosts, multi-millionaire real estate agent and investor, Chris Craddock and Jeff Safright. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of the Real Estate uh, the Uncommon Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Craddock. I am here in Scottsdale, Arizona at a conference with a Wi-Fi issue. So I am recording from my phone on AirPods. I apologize for any of the sound issues that you all may hear. And those of you that are uh, with us live, I know a handful join us live and usually uh, most listen after the fact. Uh, for those that are live, thank you for joining us and uh, looking forward to an incredible time here. So we've got my friend, Jim Shields, and he is uh, gonna be talking to us today about something that is just spectacular, right? Like we, we talk about investing, we talk about wealth, we talk what is wealth on this podcast. And wealth we define as when your money works harder than you work. But the problem we've had over the last uh, year and a half, two years, I guess year and a half now, is that interest rates have been so high, it has been very difficult to buy a cash flowing property. So where we are now is saying, how can we buy assets uh, that will cash flow? Quick, quick story as well. Um, I, I met with some doctors um, this last week and they, they're high income earners, right? They make uh, about three quarters of a million dollars a year, but they've had a hard time uh, creating a high net worth because due to their W-2 income, they're paying about 50% of their income in taxes. So, you know, that still sounds like a lot of money. You know, you're, you're making, you know, mid threes, uh, high threes, you're keeping that in money after taxes. But then you think about, well, what does that look like every month, right? That looks like about $25,000 a month or a little bit more than that. Let's call it 30,000 a month. But then let's say that you take nice vacations, you have nice cars, you have all the other stuff. All of a sudden you are now down to being able to save somewhere between five and $10,000 a month um, after your expenses, after paying for kids' schools, after all the other expenses. And even somebody making three quarters of a million dollars a year does not get to keep much money, right? So then you have a hard time building net worth. The only way to do this is when you own assets, the assets will, one, they'll cash flow every month, but the cash flow is not going to make you wealthy because you're going to make a couple hundred, a couple hundred bucks, maybe a couple a thousand bucks, but you'll also get a massive tax break called depreciation. Um, that's going to save you a lot of money because you get to keep some of your own money. The government's going to be paying for the housing that you have. You're going to also have principal pay down on the property, meaning other people are going to pay off that asset for you. And you're also going to have appreciation on that property, but not just appreciation, leveraged appreciation. So you have a property that you put $10,000 in cash in um, and you bought for a hundred grand and it goes up 10%. You've just doubled your cash on cash, your cash on cash return. You've doubled your income. So the only way to really grow wealth is to own assets. With that said, how can we own assets? I've been doing a lot of talking. Now I want to bring Jim on to tell us 
what is the answer right now? So Jim, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us about why you can solve this problem that is a massive problem for those that want to buy cash flowing assets. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Good to be here with you again. You know, I've been a real estate investor now for 24 years, went into it full time 24 years ago. And, uh, you know, the first part of my business, the first few years of my business, I was full of a lot of excitement and and drive. And I learned a lot of lessons and almost went bankrupt. And uh, that took me into the second phase of my business where I finally learned things about picking the right properties, the right areas, due diligence, better uh, business models. And that that model made money, Chris, but it started to bankrupt my time. And, you know, being like you, a family man, I didn't like that. And so really, I hit stride about 10 years ago. And that was where I was able to create the majority of my wealth and a lot of wealth for, gosh, nearly a thousand clients that we work with now. And that's going from, I used to work in a lot of old homes, getting the older homes, fixing them up, renting them, or getting them for other investors, which is still a great model. But now we're in a, a, a very simple niche where we build from scratch. Uh, and this is now, now a partner who came to me about 10 years ago, and we had been doing deals together. And he said, what if we built our own investment property instead of trying to find old fixer-uppers to fix up? You know, And that was when the build-to-rent niche was born. And we're now in 12 different markets in Florida. We build a, a menu of new construction, single family homes, duplexes and quads. And over the last 10 years, we've really tried to perfect an all, all encompassing service to get people from point A to point B. From that, where they're busy, like you said, your doctor friends, they don't necessarily want to be in the trenches of real estate, but they want to be exposed to real estate and have things growing alongside their career. So when they step out someday, Chris, it's there for them. And that's what we do. Uh, and not only does new construction help you get into better areas, takes away a lot of the nightmare stories. I mean, there's so many nightmare stories you hear about investing in real estate. A lot of that has to do with buying in the wrong areas and with deferred maintenance. Old houses that just aren't in good shape. You know, there's movies, comedies based around that. And believe me, it's not that funny when you own too many of them. And, uh, and I owned a lot of them. And again, this doesn't mean you can't make money uh, in older homes. I still own older homes. You can. I just know there's no more management intensity and more involvement. And a lot of our people want less involvement. So we only work in new construction now. Uh, and one of the things like you, you mentioned before, we don't really have a, a, a real estate problem right now, Chris. We have an interest rate problem. I mean, rates starting in June of 2022 just started to skyrocket, and they are at the highest they've been in 24 years. And that's significant. So what we decided to do about a year ago, luckily, we have a very healthy balance sheet, um, and we were able to start pre-buying money. So we actually have in-house financing, which means we're not only in the business of building houses now, we're in the business of buying money. And where most people will walk in off the street uh, to a mortgage company and they'll say, look, we want to buy a duplex, you know, a two family home. Uh, most mortgage companies will start to quote them around eight and a quarter percent to eight and a half. Right now, with the in-house financing that we're getting for our people, we're getting them in at five and a quarter. That's with no extra points or fees that they would need to pay. That's the rate that we supply. And like you said, Chris, that difference in rates, you know, we're at like 3% lower than the average market. It's getting people into the properties in a better position with instant cash flow that otherwise wouldn't be there. You know, and we believe the trajectory of Florida and the areas we're building in are some of the highest growth in the nation. So it's a solid fundamental plan moving forward. Plus, we were in property management before we were even in building. 
So the management is something that we provide for 97% of our buyers, and it's something that can be used uh, by people that we work with. And, and Jim, just one quick caveat, just to make sure everybody understands this. This is like in the low fives for the investor loan, right? Like, cause that's, that's lower than, that's lower than own, owner occupied right now, yeah. uh, at least in my market. So it at least that I, I've seen. So I just wanted to be clear. So everybody understands that that's where, where it's at. And, and again, I like the last thing I want to do here is to have like a, uh, you know, but wait, there's more kind of, you know, salesy pitch here. But I do think that this is such a powerful tool for people that, that don't have any options right now, um, that this is an incredible option. So I just, I want to make sure everybody really gets the power of this. Yeah. And and one of the things, Chris, that's important, you know, where, where a lot of people are coming from is, again, they don't have time and they want less risk. Um, and again, owning a lot of older homes and newer homes, the newer homes in better areas are less risk. There's less involvement. And also, you know, I do look at state by state investing right now. It doesn't hurt to be in a state that has really friendly landlord laws uh, because you want to make sure if you have a good asset and it's in good condition that you have the right to collect rent and it's not dicey to get it collected. And certain states, it's tougher to collect rents. now. it's just not as landlord friendly. Florida is a very landlord friendly state, which is driving a lot of people here uh, because they want that extra level of protection as uh, an investor landlord. Well, and, and then here's one other thing, because this podcast is for people that are agents that need to be buying their own assets, but they also have clients that if you're buying your own assets, you're going to be building a clientele that is also uh, buying assets. Um, you know, if they're not licensed in Florida, I know that if you tell them you came from, from our podcast here, that you're able to still pay them. Is it like through a referral fee? The, the two yeah, I, you, like Yeah, 2%. So it's almost like we, we've grown our business, as you know, Chris, uh, through mutual friends by teaming up with agents all over the country. So, you know, like like yourself, great market where you are, and there's probably going to be equity growth, but it's tough to get things to cash flow. You're just stepping outside your market, and we're kind of your extension arm there, and you can drive your clients to us, and every property they buy, you receive a 2% fee. Uh, so it's basically a real commission, and the best part for our agents out there working with, they love us because, first of all, it's new construction, so there's a lot less headaches. The closings are short because we're on a continual build cycle. So you're not like doing pre-construction where you got to look out 12, 14, 16 months. We're completing properties and putting them for available for their clients, you know, 30 to 60 day closings uh, for these new construction homes. And um, you don't have to do all the nitty gritty. Uh, you don't have to do the contracts. You don't have to set up the appraisals. You don't have to set up the inspections. You don't have to set up the closings with the title company. Our counterparts that work with you on our team, and we have almost 120 people on our team now, um, are, are there to handle that for you. So a lot of agents have said, man, I can't get these numbers in my backyard. You know, these are fantastic. I don't get dragged into a lot of the rigmarole uh, and someone's handling that. And we've got great education, great case studies. So we've become an outlet for, for other agents. You know, I can think of like uh, uh, my friend Adam, he's now my friend. He was an, originally an investor, came to us from Utah. The numbers weren't working in Salt Lake anymore. He um, bought about seven or eight properties. He went pretty big with us. He liked the numbers, the fundamentals. He had just had a couple of closings on some properties he sold out there. He bought a good a group of properties and they were doing so well. His wife was a realtor and said, hey, can I 
you know, let people know what we're doing with you. I said, absolutely. You know, Cam's probably made $400,000 in the last few years in, in commission fees. And so this is the type of side outlets for people who are working really hard. Not only can they buy properties with us, but also a lot of agents who buy with us then start to refer their uh, their investors or their clients to us to do the same. Right. So um, I guess two things that would be really important. So this morning I had a conversation with one of my clients who's an investor. He's a new investor, um, but his wife is going to be designated as a real estate professional, not as an agent, but as yep. a professional so that she can take the, uh, the full, dep- or I guess it's 80% this year, 60% next year depreciation. Yep. So the, depreciation. they're going to save uh, probably about $45,000 in real dollars, not a write-off, but $45,000 in real taxes. And so anybody that's an agent looking to buy, just please make sure you're checking into the cost segregation and the bonus depreciation, because you'll, you would also qualify for that on top of, uh, on top of the commission. Um, Jim, could you also just walk through a quick, uh, case study for us? Like, like what would you buy a traditional, like, I mean, if you, if you wouldn't mind just say like, like a duplex, a single family and a quad, like what would you buy them for? What would they rent for? What would the payment be? What would the cash flow look like? And you don't need to do all of them, but if you could pick like one or two and just give us an idea of what it looks like so that it's not foggy, that would be just really helpful. Yeah. I mean, we can go from low spectrum to high spectrum. You know, our properties right now on a cap rate, Chris, are probably doing about five to 7%. Uh, and that's on new construction. And for a single family, you know, you're starting in the $260,000 range. And after all expenses, you're probably looking at, you know, a little over $200 a month cash flow. And you can go right up to one of our quadruplexes, like the quadruplexes in Jacksonville. Now, those are going to be four units under one roof. So those are going to cost you about $950. Uh, but those, you know, after all costs will bring in about $1,600 a month cash flow. So that's the in-house financing and helps with both of those. But that's kind of the range that we go to from about 260 to about 995 in our 12 different markets. Okay, cool. And so for the quad, the quads, how would those look as far as cash flow? Yeah, about net right now. And again, we send out performas on all of our stuff. You're looking at about $1,600 a month cash flow. Okay. That's, I mean, that's super powerful. That's super powerful. And then um, are they set up on a 30-year amortization? How, how is that? We have, we have two loan programs. We have a 30-year AM and then we have a 30-year AM and 10-year fixed. And the 10-year fixed, you know, if you want to pay a little bit of discount points yourself, meaning, you know, some origination points to the lender, we take care of, of getting you down to the bare bone. But if you want to, we actually have people paying 2% right now, two points and getting 4.75 on the 10 year fixed 30 year AM. Wow. Is the other one also a, uh, a 10 year note or are they are either 30 year? They're they're both 30 year AMs and then one's one's 30 year and then complete 30 year and the other's a 10 year, uh, 10 year fixed. Oh, got it. Okay. 10 year fixed at 30 AM, a 30 year AM that's 30 years. Great. Great. Sounds good. And then um, here, here's the other question that I think is really interesting. Now, I, I think you can fix anything in a house and you you always win when you buy, right? Um, uh, and so one of the things that you look at is, you know, I do like 
getting a great deal on a fixer upper, but having something done, um, done for you is, is really sweet. That's brand new. Um, but I guess one of the things that I, I would love to just kind of talk through that I think is really important is you're not just buying the house. What you're also getting here is the asset of the interest rate. And I think a lot of times people don't see that, don't realize that that is actually an asset. And so when I teach negotiations, um, there's there's a couple of things that we always talk about. There's there's price and then there's terms, right? Yeah. And and so um, do you mind just kind of talking through like how you would view this? Because I know you're also an investor as well. Just how yeah. you would see that piece. Well, that, that was what I was taught too, Chris. I mean, I think we all came from similar walks starting way back when with a lot of good mentors said in order for a real estate deal to be a deal, you either got to get price or terms. If you can get price, meaning what, what you pay for it or good terms on the property, you can get a, you can make a good deal. And like you said, we are definitely more of a terms. You know, I, I, I Chris, I did fixer uppers for 15 years. Uh, I believe in them. They created a lot of wealth. But you and I are very active investors. We're active investors. We like getting in the trenches. Uh, we had the time to do that. A lot of our clients, you know, and we work with nearly a thousand investors right now. They're like your doctor friends. They don't want a second or third job. They don't really want to be figuring out subcontractors and, and they don't want surprises and they're, they're not willing to have more turnover. And that that's what happens with my older properties. Do I make money off them? Yes but they want less involvement. So the new construction is more terms. You know, first of all, with our program, you don't have to get a construction loan. And if you don't really know what a construction loan is or how it works, trust me, that's a good thing because they're a pain in the tail. I'm sure Chris can tell you, I can definitely tell you, they're a lot more tedious, a lot more involved. You don't have to get a construction loan to build this new home. We're taking that part on for you. You just need one permanent loan at the end that we'll supply for you without you paying anything to get that lower rate. And again, to go back to it, Chris, if a, if one of, and you can do this test, test what I'm saying, you're going to buy a duplex in Florida uh, for $485,000, let's say. You go into your mortgage company and say, I want a rate at five and a quarter. They will tell you, we can get you that rate. You will need to pay eight to 10 points to get that rate. That's what an average mortgage company is going to charge you to get that rate down. So we're trying to get you the condition of the property, where again, the first few years are pinnacle to get it going the right way. And if you have surprise maintenance and repairs and more turnover, that can be detrimental. This, we've again, we've done the numbers on this. We've done thousands of old properties fixed up and thousands of new construction. And there is less turnover, less maintenance and repairs with the newer construction. So those terms help you. They also help with the financing. Like you said, be able to get this financing. It's a game changer. You know, on any of those properties I named just before with the single family or that quad, you know, instead of making some cash flow, you're going to be paying out every month if you're getting those normal rates. That's why we worked really hard to be able to start to offer our own money uh, because it does get people off on the right rate and it does cost us money. But again, we are a volume builder. Uh, again, the, the Walmart approach is, um, you know, make a little off each each uh, purchase uh, and do volume. And that's what we do as low margin builders. We do volume that most of the national home builders would never consider doing. And also uh, one of the terms that we supply, Chris, is duplexes and quads. 
you know, duplexes and quads are a great way to multiply your wealth in residential real estate. And the majority of people out there, and you know this, a majority of builders out there, especially the national home builders, they have no interest in building duplexes or quads. It's not on their menu. They don't like them. They don't understand them. They're not going to build them, which makes what we build even more attractive because there's not that many new construction duplexes and quads available out there. So, Jim, I got a, another quick question for you. Like if it's a real estate agent buying, um, one of the things I've, I've done when I've bought off market, and, and it's totally okay if the answer is no, but I'm, I'm curious whether this would be something that, that would ever be acceptable. Um, we, when I bought off market, sometimes I've, I've raised the commission level a little bit. Um, so obviously it, it hurts your cash flow a little bit, but I've raised the commission level and then I've, uh, I've had that money uh, used towards my down payment so that I have less cash out of pocket. Is that something that, uh, that you guys would ever be open to? I'm not sure, Chris. I'd have to check with my partner. He handles more of that side. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, that, that's one of the tools that I, for, for you listening, that's one of the tools I've used um, on some properties is raising your commission to, I think I've done a 10% commission on, on a number of properties that, you know, pays for a big piece of the down, down payment. And, uh, but then I just raised the, the price by that same amount. And then you get your lender to approve you using that, your commission as your down payment, which most lenders will do. Yeah. I'd have so. to check. That's, I, I, I wouldn't say no, but I wouldn't say yes yet either. There's always potential though. Sure. No, that's great. That's great. Awesome. All right. So um, we were also asked uh, this question, how, if, if somebody wants to get started, obviously let them know you heard from, from this podcast. Uh, um, so how, how does somebody yeah, get great, started? Great starting point is just, you know, contact uh, Chris's team. Uh, they have a, a, a whole um, sales uh, partnership arm set up with us. They can get you the initials going uh, and then get you in touch with one of our internal team players. Absolutely. That'd be great. Yeah. So anybody, you know, reach out, DM me on, on Instagram, uh, reach out to our team, info at the redoxgroup.com, uh, the redux, R-E-D-U-X group.com. Um, if you want any, any help with this. And then for all you agents that have buyers and sellers, I'll tell you what, the market's a little slow right now. This is something that you can do where you, you, I mean, this is what I teach my agents. Call people with a value, right? Never call to ask for something. If you're calling to ask for something, people aren't going to want to take your call. But if you call and offer them something, then there's something powerful to it. And so if you want to call everybody in your sphere, let's say your sphere is 250 people. You make 250 calls over the next month. And here's the secret sauce of this. And you just say, hey, I just was made aware. Here's the script. I was just made aware of a property. It's new build properties where they have bought down the rate so that you can buy at less than an owner-occupied rate. The rates where they were two years ago, uh, you can buy with that rate so that every month it'll be cash flow positive and it's a brand new property. Would that be something you'd, you'd be interested in hearing more about? And here's the deal. Of the 250, a number of people are going to say yes, and you're going to be able to make a commission on this in a slow time of the year. And here's the other side. A number of people are going to say no, but I'm, I'm thinking about real estate. I'm glad you called me. So regardless, when you call through those people, it will produce benefit for you. 
Like that is it. Call your, call your sphere. This gives you a reason to call. You're not calling to ask them for something. You're calling to tell them about something. And everybody wants to know about the secret off-market thing, the secret list, the secret this, the secret that. You're telling them about something that they do not know themselves. And I promise you, you're adding value. And you will find people that want to buy these, which will create commissions. And you will find people that also want to buy or sell other properties, their primary residence, whatever. It will create business for you. So get in front of people and you win. That's how it happens. All right. So with that said, Jim, we would love to get everybody in front of Jim's team. Please reach out to us. We'll make that happen. And uh, Jim, this is this was excellent. Thank you. And uh, guys, let us know if we can serve you. Let us know if we can help. Uh, please reach out to us for anything there. And also, uh, if you know if this has been helpful to you, please give us an honest review because our reviews help a lot. We don't charge anything. We don't bring on any sponsors. Uh, the downloads we have on our podcast is now in the top 10% of uh, all podcasts. So we have a lot of people on and we could have sponsors, have ads. We don't do any of that stuff. We just want to add value. So it would mean a lot if you just would tell everybody uh, all your friends about, about this podcast and give us a great review. Thanks so much. Go kill it. Jim, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Uncommon Real Estate. Subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest mastermind conversations from Chris, Jeff, and other uncommon real estate industry leaders. If you love this podcast, please write us a review. And to fast track your real estate career, go to chriscraddock.com.